just a nice side slate on a Tuesday. And Mike, it feels like if you look at FanDuel and you build a lineup over there, you look at DraftKings, you build a lineup over there, you're playing two entirely different games. I started with a DraftKings lineup with Harper, Springer, Seeger, Shaw, Altuve, all the studs. On FanDuel, I'm not sure I can play two of those guys. Yeah, it's definitely two different games tonight. And over on DraftKings, you can pretty much roster anyone that you want to, thanks to several viable cheap pitching options tonight. But over on FanDuel, it's going to be, uh, it's definitely going to be more difficult to get those studs in. And you're going to have to have some of the best value plays to make it work. Well, and it's not that difficult if you just play one of those two cheap pitchers on FanDuel. But the problem with that on FanDuel is it means you're not playing Corey Kluber. I think everyone wants to play Corey Kluber. Let's talk about the top stacks of the night. You update me if I'm wrong on any of these because did look at this just about an hour ago. The Brewers implied to score 5.1 runs at Miller Park against a very bad pitcher in Sal Romano. The Athletics, 4.9 runs. The Tampa Bay Rays at 4.8. And I, I want to talk about this one for a minute, Mike. First off, is that still accurate? Are the Rays still one of the top three offenses in terms of projected runs? The Rays are uh, 4.8, which is a pretty, you know, you look at the Rays and the A's at 4.9 and 4.8 there. It's uh, it's not something you would think you would usually see here, but I do love this matchup for the Rays against Matt Moore. Uh, there's just a number of guys that hit left-handed pitching very well for the Rays. Uh, you know, the park's not ideal, but I definitely agree with this number for the Rays. Okay, now that's what I want to talk about, because you, you talk about how there's a number of guys that hit left-handed pitching very well. I'm looking at numbers for 2017 and 2018 combined. So just adding all those numbers together. And I don't, like CJ Crone crushes lefties. I'm, I'm with you on that. Wilson Ramos, I think, is the top catcher play of the day. The rest of this lineup is uninspiring. Yeah, I mean, you look at the names, it's certainly not something to get excited about uh but when you have crone ramos and i you know i'm gonna say carlos gomez is still decent against left-handed pitching just the potential is there he's got upside in terms of hitting home runs um it's really more of a knock on matt moore than it is an endorsement of this Rays lineup Uh, Matt Moore is just not good and i I agree with that i I will just say that just looking at the woba for these guys over the last year and a month crone is the only projected person in the Rays lineup that has a WOBA over 301 against lefties. Yeah, that's it's definitely not good. So the thing that I will say, though, with the Rays is if you're playing the Rays tonight, you're going to play Carlos Gomez, CJ Crone, Wilson Ramos. And they're so dirt cheap that that's just how you're going to play it with the Rays, and you can still stack up any of the other top offenses with them if right. you want to do it. I, I'm not going to be playing anybody else from the Rays other than those three. My contrarian stack of the day is going to be the Cleveland Indians. I know Jake Odorizzi has had a decent start to the season. I, I've already seen some people talking about the cold weather. This game, folks, is not in Minnesota. It's not in Cleveland. It's going to be played in Puerto Rico. It is going to be beautiful weather. The ball is going to travel extremely well. I think Odorizzi is going to have some home run problems, and I'll be stacking up the Indians tonight. Yeah, I like the Indians, too, and it's, I'm glad that you pointed that out. It is important to note that this game is not in Minnesota, despite the Minnesota Twins being listed as the home team here. Uh, very, very important. Um, other contrarian stacks that I kind of like here, um, you know, the, the first one is going to be the Atlanta Braves for me. 
Uh, I want to pick on Nick Pavetta. I know that we've, we've talked about Nick Pavetta being okay at times, and we've had interest in using him when the price is right and the slate kind of dictates it. But this is a spot where I think that we could pick on Nick Pavetta and get single-digit ownership on literally every single player against him tonight. Alzi Albies, Freddie Freeman specifically. I want to get both those guys in the lineup. We don't have any BVP versus Nick Pavetta, but we do have some very, very interesting BVP numbers. Joe Maurer. 9.92 OPS in 55 plate appearances against Corey Kluber. Hunter Pence, 14.30 OPS, four dongs in 38 plate appearances against Patrick Corbin. George Springer is four for 15 against Ariel Miranda. All four hits are dongs. So you know who Adam Azer's taking in the dong chasers contest. Yeah, Cespedes, I did. had no idea. I had no idea about that. Honestly, I just knew he was facing Ariel Miranda, and I need to get back on the board. I did not. Now I'm very excited about my pick. Yeah, you should be very excited. You followed your process very well. <laughs> your Uranus process. Cespedes, 1375 OPS, two dongs, and 18 plate appearances against Gio Gonzalez. On the cold side, this is where I'm going to get Mike excited. Mike Trout, three for 21 with 10 strikeouts against David Price. Jose Altuve is four for 18 against Ariel Miranda. Edwin Encarnacion has a 642 OPS and 33 plate appearances against Jake Odorizzi. And Wilmer Flores, noted lefty killer. that's always in the lineup and cheap against lefties. Only five for 25 against Gio Gonzalez. Yeah, I would play every single one of those players tonight that's on the <laughs> negative side. Like the that three of exactly, them I will have yes. in lineups for sure. Like absolutely will have think- them. We need to bring Adam back on because I do have a question. He's saying that he did not know that George Springer was four for 15 with four dongs against Miranda. I wonder if we had just done this segment and I had told you that George Springer had Jose Altuve's numbers against Miranda. Would you be changing your pick? Yes, I would. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how I use BVP. I'm not saying I don't like Jose Altuve, but you know, Jose Altuve, for example, is the most expensive second baseman. Why would I spend that much on a guy who's cold? Okay, who's, who doesn't hit well against a certain pitcher. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's talk about dong chasers, something else I love. I am in first place, 12-27. Chris Towers caught his second dong of the season, passing Adam Azer into third place, right behind Mike McClure. Mike has 862, Chris at 823, Adam at 802, and Scott White does not have a dong on the season. So Chris was up first. And it was so funny watching, cause Mike and I had already picked and I then realized that Chris caught a dong last night. So like, you go first. I'll see if Mike and I need to change. And Mike, the first thing he says is, okay, so is anybody healthy for the Brewers? Like he's looking at that matchup and we both picked players from the Brewers and I'm just trying not to make eye contact. And he's like, Oh, I'm not sure if Eric Thames is going to play. I'll take Kyle Schwerber. So Chris took Kyle Schwarber. I still get Travis Shaw. Mike, you're taking another Brewer. I'm taking Domingo Santana. I wanted Travis Shaw first. Heath, you beat me to it there. But look, we're we're definitely stacking up the Brewers tonight. This is by far the best run scoring environment of the night when you factor in the ballpark and the opposing pitcher. Uh, and Santana's just so cheap on DraftKings to the point where I think it makes a ton of sense based on the Dong Chasers rules. And he's someone who's going to be in all my lineups tonight on both sides. So I like Domingo Santana as my dong chaser pick. Adam did take George Springer. Scott has just resigned himself to failure. He sighed when I told him it was time to make a pick. Said, has anyone taken Harper? 
I said, no. He said, I'll take Harper. So that's probably a pretty good strategy from this point forward. Just has anyone taken Harper? No. Anyone taken Trout? No. Okay, I'll take them. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's all he can do at this point, knowing that, you know, if you get it wrong, the salary doesn't matter. So I, I think that that's what he has to do for the rest of the season. Let's talk about the top pitchers of the night. I know you and I both going to have a ton of Corey Kluber, but my question is, is Kluber the only top pitcher worth using on DraftKings? Um, I don't know if it's the only one worth using. Look, I mean, Otani obviously is someone that you could consider. Uh, there's no chance that I'm playing, paying 10100 for David Price. I'm not super excited about Patrick Corbin in that pitching environment. Uh, so I think Otani is the guy that I would be interested in, and then maybe a little bit in Lance McCullers. Lance McCullers is actually going to be my contrarian starting pitcher of the day. I've seen so much about Kluber that I just assume almost everyone's going to play Kluber. You can't really pair Kluber with McCullers at 9,600. Corbin's been much better than McCullers so far this year, and he's only $200 more, so I think Corbin will have higher ownership. I'm going to play some Lance McCullers tonight at 9,600, just hoping that he can go six innings and Ariel Miranda gives up a ton of dongs. Yeah, I, know. I like that play a lot. You know, especially people looking at the box scores, they see Lance McCullers negative 3.6 DraftKings points in his last outing at Minnesota. Um, only 15 against San Diego at home. It's not a, uh, looking at the box scores, it's definitely something where the public's going to shy away there. Uh, so I do agree. Lance McCullers should be the number one tournament starting pitcher tonight. I like it. Who are you looking at cheap? You want to say it with me? Yanni! <laughs> Yeah, Yanni Chirinos, and then the other guy that I might make you gulp a little, but uh, Trevor Cahill, uh, pitching at home for the Oakland Athletics. I think he deserves a look, really only because of the price point. Yeah, I, I Cahill was actually the first guy I was going to go with. I just plan on, I love the idea of putting Corey Kluber with Trevor Cahill and then being able to play whoever you want, but Yanni Chirinos has not given up a run yet this year, right? Yeah, he, I don't believe that he has yeah no earned runs all season i mean it sounds great but he still hasn't topped 20 DraftKings points yet i mean i know if we get 18.4 out of him tonight we're going to be absolutely thrilled right but he has he doesn't have 10k upside um he's See, only I, pitching five innings max i i would disagree with that i i do okay. think i don't think he has 10k upside i'm sorry but I definitely think he has 20 fantasy point upside. Like he's pitched two games where he went five and a third and five shutout innings. He does that tonight. That's a win because the opposing pitcher is Matt Moore. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, we'll see what the pitch count looks like. You know, first game he threw 56, second game 54, and the third game he was up to 75. Uh, do we think that he's going to be extended past 75 at all? I, you know, knowing what the Rays are doing with their starting pitchers this year, I don't know that I think that that's going to happen. Uh, so that's kind of the only reason I sided with Trevor Cahill just slightly. Uh, but right. I like both guys, and it really is just going to come down to what you can make work with the rest of your hitters. So I guess my, the question is, on FanDuel, are you going to have some lineups where you fade Kluber and go with the cheaper, cheaper starters and just all the hitters? Uh, I think I'll do it in at least one for sure. Um, you know, I, I do think that those guys do have some upside. And look, Kluber, as much as we want to talk about him being a sure thing in the ace tonight, when you take a pitcher like this and have him make a start in Puerto Rico, it's it's a different environment. It's definitely not a normal routine for either one of these pitchers in this game. Uh, so, you know, it's it may be comfortable for him. It may not. You know, I, I think Kluber can probably handle it. But it, there's certainly it's not a no-risk situation with Kluber tonight. 
let's get to the hitters. And I, like, I think Wilson Ramos is pretty close to an autoplay in this situation. Bad lefty on the hill. He started to break out of his season long slump just a little bit, had three hits and a double last night when we were on him, 15 fantasy points, 11 or more in three of his last four games. As long as he's in the lineup, he's going to be in my lineup. Yeah, I don't see any scenario in which Wilson Ramos isn't the catcher that I'm using over on DraftKings. Uh, and I'll probably consider him on FanDuel in either the first base catcher spot or the utility spot if we need the salary savings. Yeah, uh, I, I, like I think you're going to have to. I think you're going to have to use Wilson Ramos if you're starting Corey Kluber. Yeah, no, if you're going Kluber, which, you know, we definitely should be in at least your primary lineup on FanDuel. Uh, yeah, we will have Wilson Ramos on both sides tonight. So we're going to start off our lineups on FanDuel with Kluber, Ramos, Shaw, and Domingo Santana. And just to tell you what kind of spot that puts you in, you have 3,100 remaining per player, so about one really good hitter left. Over on DraftKings, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug Sharino's in right now. I I will remove him if we have four hundred dollars remaining and we can get your guy Trevor Cahill. Is that fair? Oh, it's fair. And it's not that I don't like Chirinos. You know, this is Cahill's first start of the season, so he may only throw eighty pitches also. Okay. So we've got Kluber and Chirinos, we've got Shaw, Santana, and Ramos. The difference is over on Draft Counts Kings, we now have forty six sixty. So basically we just play whoever we want we want at every position. On DraftKings, when it comes to first base, I think C.J. Crone is easily the top value. On DraftKings, you have no reason to play him because you don't need a $2,800 first baseman. I think my favorite first baseman, regardless of price, is Cody Bellinger. Wow. Yeah, I like Bellinger a lot. Um, I Typically, my model is going to prefer better hitting environments. Uh, so number one in my model is Joey Votto, uh, even though it is a tougher starting pitcher matchup against Junior Guerra there. Uh, but I, I do like Bellinger. I like Joey Votto. And I also think that um, Carlos Santana is worth a look. And yes. then Jesus Aguiar also. Um, if Thames is out, I think that he deserves a look too. Again, not that we need the value though. Yeah, the four names I had on my list, Bellinger, Votto, Crone, and Gallo. So I think we were on the same page there. I, on FanDuel, I think you pretty much have to plug CJ Crone at 2,800 into the utility after putting Ramos at the catcher first base position, just because we're going to need the value. And I like having that uh, one-two punch of Ramos and Crone. Yeah, no, I think on FanDuel, that's really where you have to go, for sure. you got to get those two guys hitting back-to-back in the lineup together there. Uh, it's the best way to get exposure to that Rays offense tonight. Okay, I think the best value on DraftKings at second base is also maybe in the worst hitting environment of the day. So... I'll just say that Matt Carpenter is way underpriced. He is way too cheap. I understand if you don't want to play him because it's going to be so cold in Chicago and maybe maybe that just rules him out for you. Jed Lowry is okay. He's awfully high priced. Jonathan VR, Scooter Jeanette, both good values. Yeah, for me, the top of the, you know, by a pretty wide margin, Jonathan VR is the uh, number one value at second base for me. Uh, the other guy that I want to talk about a little bit that I think has some good upside here is Jason Kipnis. I, I don't think a lot of people are going to play him, uh, but you mentioned at the top of the show that you kind of like the Indians as one of your stacks tonight against Odorizzi, knowing that the weather's a lot better in Puerto Rico. Uh, I like Jason Kipnis here. I think he's a very contrarian play. Look, I think VR is going to be the chalk. I think Kipnis is a really nice pivot away from the chalk. And we'll see how many brewers we end up with. I think you go ahead and lock VR in over on FanDuel, again, trying to to build up some salary so we can grab another really good hitter. 
we can maybe reevaluate the way we approached the position on DraftKings because we gave a lot of good values. But who's your number one second baseman? Because that's all that really matters. You can play anybody you want. Uh, yeah, my, so my number one second baseman is actually still Jonathan VR. He just out-projects Jose Altuve. They're one and two. Um, that is Jason crazy Kipps town being, banana pants. I well, you know, we will see at the end of the night, Heath. We'll uh, we'll look, we'll check <laughs> it out. But I do believe Jonathan VR has a very very nice game tonight. So we've got fifty three hundred remaining for a shortstop and two outfielders. Uh, yeah. Bryce Harper's in the lineup on yes. DraftKings. Like you're just you've got to play Bryce Harper. Who is your second favorite outfielder, though? Because, like, Mookie Betts, 5,300 is against Otani. Blackman is in not a great environment in Pittsburgh. Trout is going against his arch nemesis and David Price. George Springer against Miranda at 4,700 looks pretty nice, right? Yeah, I think it's pretty clearly George Springer with Mike Trout being second. Um, I, I don't see any way that I'm not playing George Springer tonight at 4,700 on DraftKings. We've just about finished up the DraftKings lineup, but we're going to have to spend some extra money somewhere. We've got Kluber and Chirinos, Ramos, Votto, Villar, Shaw, Harper, Springer, and Domingo Santana. We have $6,000 remaining for our shortstop. Is Carlos Correa your top-rated shortstop of the night? Carlos Correa is definitely the number one shortstop of the night, uh, someone I really, really want exposure to against Miranda tonight. So we have... We could basically upgrade our starting pitcher to Trevor Cahill, if that's an upgrade, and eh. st- still have $800 remaining. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot there. Um, I guess if we want to upgrade even further, we can maybe look at first base again, and we could maybe try to go all the way up to Freddie Freeman if we want to get a little more diversity, uh, because I know that Joey Votto is certainly going to be chalked tonight in this matchup. Okay, so we've got Kluber, and if you're a Mike fan, it's Cahill, or if you're a Heath fan, it's Chirinos. Ramos, Freeman, VR, Shaw, Correa, Harper, Springer, and Santana. It's just not quite that easy over on FanDuel, folks. Especially once you get to outfield, because I didn't see a lot of really cheap outfielders like we generally have that I loved. Let's first fill in our shortstop. We have Kluber, Ramos, VR, Shaw, Santana, and Crone. We have one Brewer spot left. We have a shortstop and two outfield spots to fill. Who's your favorite shortstop value on FanDuel? Uh, in terms of value, it's, you know, there's not a ton of great values, but if, if we need to really get cheap, it's probably going to be Jose Peraza in that Miller Park game against Junior Guerra. Uh, he's just going to hit second, and that, that's a big reason why he moves on up. And then if you really want to continue the Brewer stack, Orlando Arcia, Falls just in line behind him there. Yeah, I think I think I prefer Peraza in that game. Uh, it would depend on the order. If we get a situation where Santana's hitting six, VR is hitting seven, and RC is hitting eight, then I may want to go with RC in that spot just for a little uh, back end Brewer stack. That leaves us thirty seven hundred for our last two outfield spots. We can play Bryce Harper and play a punt. We can play George Springer and play a $3,000 outfielder. I think that you're definitely going to lean towards playing George Springer and a $3,000 outfielder, uh, just because I, you know, personally, I, I like George Springer pretty much equally to uh, Bryce Harper tonight. So I, I think that that's definitely the way you want to go. 
And then that leaves you in a position where you can just plug Lorenzo Cain in as your fourth brewer and leave it with Jose Peraza at shortstop. That makes sense, right? Oh, definitely. Uh, Lorenzo Cain is absolutely the best value at 3K or below there, so he's someone that we should definitely be locking in. So on FanDuel, we've got Kluber, Ramos, VR, Shaw, Peraza, Santana, Springer, Kane, and CJ Crone. I do think there is a small chance that uh, we get a different second baseman for the Brewers, but we've given you some other value options there as well. Heck, we may even see an Eric Sogard appearance. Oh, yeah, there's a very good chance that Eric Sogard is actually in this lineup somewhere tonight. Um, and if he is in, you know, you probably are going to end up playing him. He's the bare minimum at 2K on FanDuel. You won't need him over on DraftKings, though. We'll be back on Wednesday with some PGA Tour coverage and, of course, another great day of MLB action. On the Sports Sign DFS Podcast.